by the fans for the fans covering all four major sports in the district of champions it's the dc crossover podcast with your hosts mike cerrone and ben simpson hello and welcome to episode number 99 of the dc crossover i am ben simpson and that is mike cerrone as we are one episode away from the big 100 next week you can follow the show on social media at the DC Crossover on Twitter or at Cerrone16 for Mike's account. And you can, of course, catch us on the contender. That's contender with a K. Go download the app today. If you download the app and show proof that you have it downloaded, you can DM the contender on Twitter with a picture of uh, the like a screenshot of your screen showing you have the app. You can get a free bottle of opener so that's a little fun thing you can do and support the show at the same time uh but yeah one one episode away from the big 100 we didn't even time it up this way that next this this upcoming weekend is super bowl weekend so you get to enjoy the super bowl on sunday and then you get to settle in to episode number 100 of our show on monday so it's it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a fun couple days I don't have any big Super Bowl plans, Mike. I'm likely going to... I've been trying to eat a lot healthier here in 2022, so I'm really trying not to blow all my progress in one night. Um, So I'm going to do my best to not go too crazy. I might get some wings or something like that. Where does your mind go when it comes to Super Bowl food? Where are you thinking? Uh, what are you thinking as far as uh, Super Bowl Sunday this year? So typically every single year we go to my parents' house, um, you know, because obviously we've all been local and everything like that. Uh, but I don't know if this year we'll be going to my parents' house because obviously that's the one thing about Super Bowl Sunday is that everyone complains about it, that it should be like a day off the next day and you know, ev- or make it a Saturday instead of Sunday. Right. Yeah, because you already get two weeks off anyways. I just I just don't get it. Like, it's not like, oh, yeah, it's a short week because we have to put the Super Bowl on Saturday. Like, no, it's not. It, they're, they're having media week and stuff like that. I mean, they're going to have a killer ratings book regardless. If they moved it back a day to Saturday night, it still would dominate the ratings. And this year's Super Bowl, I bet, has a does really well. I think I so, bet. too. Just yeah. because you get the new fan bases into, like Cincinnati, who they haven't been to the Super Bowl in forever. You got the Rams, of course, L.A., big market there. Uh, I think, and, and I think for NFL fans, you have two teams that I don't think any, I don't think, I can't see people, like, hating either of these teams. I guess you could ha- hate L.A. because it's L.A., and some people like to hate anything L.A., and I get that. And because you could say, like, oh, they're a super team or whatever. But, I mean, so is every team that's good in the NFL for the most part. Uh, but for, I, I, could just, I just think the ratings are going to be bananas. Plus, the halftime show, too, is pretty stacked. So this could, this could get interesting. Yeah, it's just one of those things that the NFL does not do right, which, like you said, they should put it on Saturday where – Everyone can stay up. There'd be more. Oh, there'd yeah. be more bets. There'd be drinking and, and 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 smoking and joking and all this kind of stuff. And everyone would have parties and whatnot. But I think that honestly, one of the things that it just popped in my mind that they actually are thinking of is if it's on a Saturday, they're not going to get the ratings bonuses and all that kind of stuff because of the sole fact that ratings uh, boost, I should say, because of the sole fact that everyone's going to be say at one person's house. Instead of watching on their True. own TVs where, you know, it's a work night and everything like that. Uh, President's Day, of course, doesn't happen to be on that Monday. Um, but Oh, man, that would have been... Just imagine. Just imagine if we had gotten President's Day. Because yeah. I do have that day off of work yep. this year. 
Um, and then obviously schools being closed. I mean, it's it's such a it's such a tough thing because I've been to Super Bowl parties in the past. And it's one of those things where you end up having to leave at like halftime because you're like, I got to watch the rest of the game at home because this thing is going to end at 11 o'clock or something like that. And I'm not going to be drive home from somebody's house at 11 o'clock. You and know, it starts and, at six thirty. <laughs> that's the, that's the funny yeah. Thing. And it starts it starts at six thirty, and you think it would end at like you know nine thirty at the latest. But we all know these games go till like eleven o'clock because you got the longer halftime and then just more and more commercials. So yep. like, it's it's just one of those things that's tough. I mean, I remember going to a buddy's house for the Super Bowl for the uh, for the Atlanta uh, Pats, yeah, Pat Super Bowl. And, and and leaving at halftime, being like, yeah, this one's in hand, and, then, and just <laughs> right, like the rest right. of the country thought that. But it's tough. I mean, this year will surely be at home. I will likely fall asleep before the end of this right. thing. I'm gonna try my best to stay up, but like, I get up at like five fifty in the morning. I mean, what do you what do you people want from me? You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, I usually go to my parents' house, but uh, you know, actually, I should say, I usually either go to my parents' house or my aunt's house, um, but. It's it's just kind of weird nowadays um, because you know my sister her kids are a little bit older so it's not like oh they don't have to go to school tomorrow because they're four years old or whatever right, um, right so they have to go to school the next day and you know I don't know how long they they would be able to stay up I don't even know what their bedtime is to be honest with you um, because obviously I'm the fun uncle and I let them stay up as however late they right. want when they slept over at my place for sure um, but for sure that's just the thing is I, I'm probably gonna go to my buddy's house that's right down the road it's about ten minutes away. Um, you know, I have school the next day, but at the same time, it, it's, it's not a big deal or I should say, I, I always say school. It's kind of weird when I say, Oh, I have, I have to go to school to, to Mike's yeah, day. Mike's got to go to class. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I bet the people that are listening are just like, you know, this guy is like 20 years old. Uh, but, uh, I think, I feel like there's an expectation that the Monday things don't really get done that right. well. Well, my, well, my, like, my, my, my co-teacher said that she's thinking of taking off. And I said, Smart I, but I, this was, this was, you know, about two weeks ago and then she got COVID and she said, oh, well, I just took off five days, even though it did not go against her leave. She said, I feel weird taking off another day after just getting like, you know, eight right. subs or whatever. Um, right. So That's true. That's it's just, true. it's yeah. just one of those times where it's, you know, it's Super Bowl. You never really know what the best idea is, but the food selection, as you mentioned, is mm-hmm. uh, crucial because I just texted my buddies and uh and said hey let's you know let, let, let's all bring an app you don't have to bring something big um you know my, my right. girlfriend has her her, her banging buffalo chicken dip that thing is on point and she does it in the crock pot all day kind of like you do in your mac and cheese and sure, uh sure. so she does a crock pot all day my other buddy said he's gonna make pigs in a blanket and then my other guy uh uh said that he's gonna go to parando's which is a little seamless plug um uh for his uh his family's restaurant and stuff like that uh, but the funny thing about oh yeah, this show has a history with brands. Oh yeah, and uh, the funny thing, yeah, you <laughs> dive deep in the internet, you'll see something. Um, but uh, the funny thing is, you. <laughs> the funny thing is, is that live show, live show of brands. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When it was four, twenty-two degrees in the in spring. Um, oh yeah. And it, the funny thing about that was, is that uh, they all. So my uh, one of my buddies has a has about a one-year-old, and then the other two have you know two kids, and they're they're under four each, I think. But they're still, you know, they're old enough to, you know, walk around, or whatever. But the funny thing about it is, is last time when we went to go watch the, uh, and they're not th- this one guy. I don't really care about talking about his kid um, because, yeah. because he's not gonna be listening anyways. Um, no. But uh, so the kids were just like running around and all that kind of stuff, and like we were like, all right, so, so I, it was the Bengals and Raiders game, and we're sitting there watching the game, right? And I'm sitting there, and I'm just like watching, you know, enjoying. And all of a sudden, his kid starts jumping on the couch next to me, and I'm just like. I, I mean, I deal deal with this on a daily basis, so it's kind of annoying, but at the same time, just like whatever, I deal with it anyways uh, at work. But then I'm looking at it, and then all of a sudden, he starts throwing the pillows everywhere, and I'm like, oh, geez, and the, the chaotic the, kid. Yeah and, yeah, and then they're not telling him to stop, and then he starts trying to grab the pillow that I'm leaning against on the couch, and, and I, I said, I said, this kid is. That's when you sock him in the oh, face. No, I leaned, <laughs> I leaned back harder, and all of a sudden, you hear this. Yeah. Uh, He's like grunting, trying to take the pillow that I'm leaving. Oh, and it was, it's like, oh my God. So apparently the Super Bowl is going to have these same group of kids there and stuff like that. And I'm just like, hey, you know, I- I'm going to sit there. I'm going to drink. I don't care. And I'm going to sit you just do in your the thing. corner yeah. and, and just sit there rocking back and forth in the nice chair that my buddy has and not worry about the kids 
running into the walls of that because it ain't my house. I don't care. No, no, <laughs> you don't have to. Do, all you have to do is find the best spot to post up. Oh, I will, and uh, and just sit back with drinks all night, food all night, and just enjoy the game. That's the way to do things uh, for the Super Bowl. So I'll, I'll keep you in the loop of what I end up uh, consuming, but we will also be doing some fun stuff for our 100th episode. Um, so maybe. We'll uh, preview some of that on Twitter or something along those lines. We'll let you guys know. Uh, let's hit up the Rewind Machine. A lot to get to on this episode tonight. Um, we will start with the Washington football team. We're going to get into this more in depth in the actual segment. But, of course, the big name announcement this past week, the Washington Commanders or the D.C. Commanders, however you want to say it. Uh, it is definitely a new era in D.C., a lot to talk about with that, uh, but again, we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, what about the Washington Capitals week, Mike? Because a uh, little up and down here this week, but pretty great win to start off that week last week so, on Tuesday. So this was All-Star Weekend, obviously, so they only had two games, one on Tuesday and a back-to-back on Wednesday. Tuesday was a great thriller win against the Penguins in overtime, 4-3. Dmitry Orlov scores second goal. Uh, including the winner in overtime, so two goals for Orlov. But Nick Dowd and Daniel Sprong also scored as well, tallying one each, and the Caps won five of their last nine games, starting with that Penguins win for this week. And then Ilya Samsonov made 43 saves, replacing Vitek Vanacek, who left in the first period with an injury very, very, very early in that first period. Um, right. But then, obviously, uh, this next game wasn't so great for Ilya Samsonov, who uh, had to start the game because of Vanacek, who was in uh, concussion protocols, where they lost to Edmonton 5-3. to uh, And that was uh, going off the rails really quick. I believe it was 3 nothing in the first four minutes for Edmonton. And this was obviously mm-hmm. without Alexander Ovechkin because he entered COVID protocols, uh, missed the All Star game. There was like I don't know why, I don't know why there's so many tributes to Alexander Ovechkin. It made no sense in the All Star game, but that's for that's yeah. Not, it's like he's, as far he's as not, we know he's not retired. He's not, he's right not now. dead. Um, no. <laughs> you know it was just kind of weird. Like everyone's like playing homage to Ovi. It's like the dude is it like top weird. three in points. Like relax. Um, and uh, Lars Eller, Kanashiri, and Evgeny Kuznetsov all scored for the Caps, tying it up at three. Then two late goals for Edmonton ended up giving them the victory, five to three. Uh, Elias Samsonov was the goalie who's, who led in those first three goals with only one save, so three goals to one save, not a great ratio there. But Phoenix Copley came in, replaced him, did an admirable job, uh, basically coming up and he wasn't really the best goalie over the last couple of years that we have seen him in spots, uh, but he did an admirable job against a really good team uh, in the Edmonton Oilers. Tom Wilson makes his first all-star appearance at the end of the week. He scored the first goal for the Metro Division 13 seconds into the game. Him and Kuznetsov definitely showed off for the Caps this past weekend. But moving on to the Wizards, who have a little bit more controversy surrounding them. Yeah, tough week for the Wiz. We talked about it last week on the show. This was going to be a rough stretch. And uh, for the most part, it was. I mean, losing to the Bucks on Tuesday, 112-98. Giannis with the triple dub, uh, 33 points, 15 and 11. This was the sixth straight loss for the Wiz. Uh, Beal did not play this game or uh, any of the games this week. They're out with ankle injury. Wednesday, one of the weird things about this Wizards team this year is they have found a way to beat Philly. They beat them now twice now. Uh, and they did again, 106-103. Spencer Dinwiddie scored the go-ahead bucket with about 90 seconds left in the game. Had his first career triple-double, which is nice. And then you look at the shooting stats, <laughs> 4 of 16 from the field, uh, t- kind of going along with the way his season has gone. But the Wizards do get the win, and Montrez Harrell adds a nice 14 points in the game as well. And then Saturday, you're playing against one of the best teams in the league, Phoenix Suns. Uh, and this was not pretty. Wiz lose 95 to 80. Yes, they only scored 80 points in the game, uh, only scoring 11 in the second quarter and only 33 points in the first half. Uh, Phoenix. 33 uh, points. After, yeah, 33 <laughs> points in the half, Jesus. people. The game the other day, I was watching the Nets. Uh, they scored 70 something in the half. <laughs> so practically double what the Wiz did in their half. Uh, Phoenix went on a 46-15 run early in this Ah, game. And uh, the Wiz have now lost five of the last six at home, and they've been held under 100 points in four of their last six. Ugly, ugly, ugly. 
Washington Wizards, which we have some thoughts on them, which we'll get to a little bit. But let's get to the, the main reason we are gathered here today. We are the commander. And that is your Washington Commanders. Yeah, we're going to have to change the uh, intro of the show. We're going to have to change some stuff now because we are the Commanders now, Mike. That is the new name. I mean, look, we get it. People have been talking about it for the last week. It just happens. Our show comes out on Monday. They make this announcement on, what, Tuesday or Wednesday last week. Yep. So it's been we haven't been able to really dissect it. We talked about it a little bit on the uh, contender uh, TikTok. So if you are somebody who is on TikTok, I think, I mean, I know I shared a video. Mike's been sharing videos on there too. Go follow the contender on TikTok. I mean, uh, we talk about our show and some others. But the big announcement, of course, uh, we got some clips from the announcement to talk about. Um, but Mike, as far as your gut in uh, your, your kind of your gut reaction when the name drop happened, uh, where were you at immediately? And then, like, where are you at now that you've had some time to think about it? Where I was at immediately? That's a good question because, honestly, there were, you know, so many things that were circulating saying, oh, the commanders, the commanders, the commanders, and all of a sudden they said um, the commanders uh, with the, the, the helicopter flyby and all that kind of stuff with the, the signage that wasn't covered up and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, honestly, the drone footage outside the stadium. Yeah, there was some there was some leakage happening for sure. Yeah, I'll get to the leaks here in a little bit. Um, but uh, the commanders, when they first said it, you know, and I'm not going to talk about the the announcement just yet because obviously we're going to get to the clips and everything. We'll we'll have our reactions to it. But just the name, just talking about the name uh, in general right now, I did not like it. I mean, especially with all the leaks and everything like that, I didn't like it. I think they could have easily done something different. I mean, if you're going to go military base, change the colors. Everyone kept saying, oh, well, you know, if you change the colors, they're going to have an uproar. Uh, well, you change the name, and there was, there was a huge uproar. And now if you're changing the colors, if you're going to do everything, just do everything. It's called a rebrand for a reason. It's not, oh, let's let's keep the stadium, you know, called this park or whatever. Let's change this. or You know, we'll, we'll keep this, though. It's like it doesn't matter. Like, if you're going to do a rebrand, do something completely different because that's going to have something uh, that people are going to look forward to just for the sole fact of, hey, we got a new rebrand. This is our name, the Commanders. You know, we're going straight camo, doing whatever, you know, whatever you want to put on there, right? It doesn't matter what camo it is. It could be digital camo. It could be all that kind of stuff. Do something crazy. Obviously, I've said millions of times to people over the last week that have been asking me about it that you can literally do something similar to Navy Army games where they have like some crazy, I mean, Navy had uh, the Blue Angels and different stuff like that on their helmets and just different things of that nature. Um, you know, go rebrand, do full rebrand, okay? Because now you're thinking about it and they have the actual colors to the point where you have the colors out there. Now it's the lingering effect of the Redskins where now everyone's like, it should stay the Redskins. It should stay the Redskins. Okay. Right. Well, right, right. you have the burgundy and gold and they're like, you know, Doug Williams is all you know blabbing, which we'll, we'll get to hit one of his clips. He's, he's just like saying, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll lock the commanders. Like, it's like, sweet. Like no one on that stage. And I don't think anyone in that organization really feels like commanders is like, is like the real big thing. John Allen looked so uncomfortable on that stage. And it's like, the biggest thing about this name is I'm not saying it's a horrible name. What I'm saying is that wasn't the choice, okay? Right. There, there are decisions in life that you have, and I'm not saying this is like a life or death decision, let's be honest here, but there are decisions in life that you make, and they could be okay decisions, but they might not be the correct and right decision, you know? And, and I don't know if that really makes any sense, but you're looking at this and saying, commanders, Okay, nothing wrong with it, whatever. But then all of a sudden, you're looking at all the different backlash and vitriol that was all over social media when all those leaks were happening, saying, Commanders, oh, this name sucks. Okay, they took a poll of this, and they only had like 2% votes for Commanders. And they had, I mean, Admirals was over top of that. And Ad Admirals, I think that name sucks too. Um, but <laughs> looking at it, it's just so funny because in his clip, which I don't think this is in the clip that we have that I cut earlier, I think that Jason Wright kept saying that we did a rebrand for five total names. If you saw all this backlash, why in the world 
why in the world would you just say, eh, we're going to stick with it? You have all these other brands out there. Pick a different one. Yeah. Pick something. So you're looking at it, and I just think if I go zero to 10, zero being ass, and then 10 being, <laughs> I think we could say that right on our own podcast. Yeah. yeah 10 yeah, being fine. that, and then or, or, or zero being that, then 10 being like, wow, this name is kick ass <laughs> i'm gonna keep saying it and, right, right. and you know i would give it at the at first i would give it a three now i would say it's a five for me it's a middle of the road kind of name yeah like you said it's not terrible it's not the worst name out there the reality is this three or four seasons from now are we really going to look back and care about the name as much probably not as a fan base i mean i think we'll get used to it just like we got used to, I mean, there were so many jokes about Washington football team when that name initially, <laughs> right. when they were yeah. like, this is going to be our name for now. And, and then eventually we actually kind of liked it. So it's, it's a little different because I don't think we're going to love this name, but I also don't think we're really going to care. Uh, the, some of the finalists uh, that were reported by John Kime were presidents, Ugh. Red Hogs, football team defenders, uh, Armada, and brigade, and then the unofficial finalists also were, uh, uh, well, so those were all ones that didn't make the final round of cuts, and then the ones that did were commanders, obviously, Red Wolves, and the Washington uh, Football Club. Washington, D.C. Football Club was uh, a possible, uh, so I guess like DCFC or something along those lines, which is soccer, Yeah, you know, so I feel like there would have been some backlash there, Um, but... Yeah, I mean, Red Wolves obviously would have been would have been interesting. They talked about how the Wolves, you got the T-Wolves in the NBA, Arkansas State's the Red Wolves. I still think this team could have made it work, but how, how, they said how they though? wanted to I be I just don't, don't, don't get that. There's there's tons of Cardinals out there. Yeah, yeah. No, I, mean, I don't get you. it. I mean, I, I don't get it either. But let's do the uh, – this was the, the initial name reveal, which, by the way, I still think this is a very weird move that this was all done <laughs> on the Today Show. Uh I think this team should have done their own broadcast, like on YouTube or on all their social media platforms, and done it that way. What what the hell does the Today Show have to do with any of this decision? You know, like why why would I don't think the most Today Show viewers are sixty five year old <laughs> women. Like, what does that have to do with football at all? I, I I can't tell you the last time I've even clicked on a clip from the Today Show. Yeah. It's just not something that the fan base watches. So very weird move. But here we go. Let's not like make folks wait. Let's not drag it out, Jason. What's the uh what is the new team name? Doug, what is it? We are the commanders. <laughs> <laughs> we are the commanders. The commanders. The Washington commanders. That's right. Okay. So that was again, the whole thing was weird. The whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. We're gonna definitely keep that drop for sure. Uh it's just the whole the whole thing was weird. Uh, here's the Doug Williams clip. You uh, Doug, about. so when when you found out what the new team name was, what what was the initial reaction? Well, the reaction was, you know, I'm gonna hug I'm gonna hug Commanders, <laughs> you know, because that's what we are, and, and we got to go forward with it. And uh, I, I do like the name. It's it got a good sound to it. Washington Commanders. So uh, here we go. What like what does that mean? I'm gonna hug the Commanders. <laughs> It has a good ring to it. No, it doesn't. We talked about. I mean, Twitter's talked about it too. Like, anytime you have like a three-syllable name in sports, you gotta have an easy way to shorten it out. And like, there's just no way to do it with commanders. Everybody makes a joke. Call them the commies. Call them the commies. It's like, no, nobody's gonna call them the commies. And then it's like, you know, we were we were joking about it on text. Like, are, do we call them the Manders? Like, what do we, the, the like, what do we call these guys? I knew you haven't heard that clip before. And I was no, like, that that was that's something. Like, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna hug them. Like, what what yeah, what? Like, the whole thing was weird. The whole thing was weird. And Dan Snyder, anytime he wears his weird Washington gear, it just looks so strange because it's like, dude, you're not cool. <laughs> you're just a nerdy rich a hole. Like, you're not relatable or any of that stuff. Uh, here was the Jason Wright. Let's talk about how we arrived at, at this particular name, Jason. How do, we, how do we settle on the commanders? You know, it's a name that has the weight and meaning befitting a 90-year-old franchise. It's, uh, it's something that broadly resonated with our fans. And it's something that we believe embodies the values of service and leadership that really define the DMV and this community. Yeah. And it's also something, importantly, that we could own 
and grow for the next 90 years. And it's something that can allow us to tie the rich history and championship legacy of this franchise to new traditions in the future. What does Commanders have to do with the history of this franchise? Redskins and Commanders have no correlation whatsoever. <laughs> They they have nothing to do with each other. And what does Jason Wright mean by you know we got some really great feedback from the, like the fan base? It, re- like, loved it re- this idea. resonates with the fan. It that, resonates with the that, fan. That's base? what I said in my tweet. Is that I I believe I said it in my tweet. Um, I have to go back and look at it from last week. But I said like once again. Actually, I'm gonna go find that real fast. So the, the big that's the fine. biggest thing when I looked at at the name reveal and all that kind of stuff is first of all. When you said on the Today Show, that's just stupid because everyone thought that like, or I guess Dan Snyder, whoever made that made that decision, thought, oh yeah, it's gonna be nice because you know oh, we're gonna be on national TV. Like like you said, no one watches the Today Show. That's just stupid. So here, yeah, nobody's watching the show. Like you know, you know what would have been more beneficial is if they did it on their Twitter and YouTube pages because then they could drive all the. All the other football, the fans of other teams that were interest, actually interested in this would have tuned into their Twitter account and they would have gotten a lot of YouTube views and all this sort of stuff. Why send it to the Today Show? Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense in my eyes to that. That's like, that's an out of touch decision. It's an out of touch decision, just like the the name selection process and just like this franchise has been for the last decade and plus has been out of touch to with what the fans actually are interested in. And I know they did this whole big, like, fans drive to FedEx Field the other night. Uh, this was, like, what, Friday or Saturday night. It was, like, drive to FedEx Field, and they had, like, a parking lot kind of, quote-unquote, party or whatever where they gave away commander's gear and stuff. And you got people on Twitter going, like, oh, yeah, this me and all the other diehards were at FedEx Field doing this stuff. It's like, no, you're the ones that are so stupid <laughs> to drive to FedEx Field on a Saturday in 20-degree weather in the rain. Yeah. Get a life. Like, this doesn't make you a better fan than Mike or I or whoever who sits and watches the game at home and talks about the game. That doesn't make you a better fan because you have no life that you drive to the stadium in the offseason to pick up a commander's towel that you're going to use to wipe your ass later. It doesn't mean anything, and that doesn't make you a better fan than anybody else just because you went to go their dog and pony show, them trying to convince you that this is a good thing. Because yeah. it's not. It's just it's not a good name. But I, I, it, I don't know. It pissed me off the other day where I see people like, oh, yeah, me and all the true fans were out there. It's like, go get a life. <laughs> the rest of us were, you know, doing other important things like right. eating pork chops and mashed potatoes <laughs> or something. You know, we weren't there driving to FedEx Field. It was like raining and stuff. To too. get a it's beanie. Like, you're a loser. You're a loser if you drove to FedEx Field for the commander's, uh, oh, I got my commander's cup holder. Or, like, I got my commander's little uh, mouse pad. It's like, that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't and, mean anything. And, and you know that the they rest were giving of us are all going to watch this team lose. And you know they were giving those little tidbits away that, like, made nothing. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, con- now go buy your $250 jersey with a crappy logo. Yeah. Like, you know, it's it's also stupid. So just to uh, go along with the name reveal, we all know this name reveal was a botch. The name aside, I will get to my tweet here in a second about the name that I said last week. Um, but literally, when you talk about the reveal, there is other reveals, you know, in the past, like the Seattle Kraken. They did a really nice one. Uh, yeah, that was cool. I don't remember, I don't remember exactly what the Knights did in Vegas, um, but at the same time, you're looking at this reveal like they thought we're more important than we actually are. Yes, our franchise is worth three and a half billion dollars. It's in the top fifteen or whatever in the world, but that doesn't oh, that yeah. doesn't mean we're important. We haven't been winning in, no. in decades. No. So you're see- nobody cares about this. Team. I mean, literally, it's like the Jacksonville Jaguars outside of Washington. It's, nobody cares. It's about literally this the Jacksonville Jaguars saying like, "Hey, let's go on the Today Show." Like, no one cares about the Jacks. No one cares about no. them. No one cares about us right now. Okay, you're no. you're looking at this team. And Dan Snyder is so full of it that he said, "Oh, we need to go on, you know, national, you know, TV and go on and na- announce the new name. You know, this is this is going to be great, guys. We're going to get so much pub." And then all of a sudden, you're seeing literally Doug Williams, and I don't know if you saw the clip of him awkwardly hugging and leaning into John Allen. And John Allen's like, <laughs> "Why am I here right now?" Number one, yeah. number two, number two, why is this guy touching me? Like he's like he leans yeah, in and he's like he doesn't even know what camera to look at because he Doug he's Williams, he's, he's looking at that's rough. he's looking at camera three when camera two's on right now and he's like we are the commanders like they think we're all so stupid they think we're gonna see Doug Williams be like well if Doug loves it <laughs> then I'm gonna love it because Doug Williams Doug Williams probably has CTE <laughs> Doug Williams doesn't even know he's there. 
Like, why would we care what Doug Williams thinks or what B. Mitch thinks? Shout out to him blocking the show account a couple years back. Uh, why would we care what these players think? I don't care what they think. I mean, yeah, you could you can like these guys. You can say, yeah, I loved when they played for my franchise. But they're, what do you think they're going to say? You think this team is going to walk out a player that says, Commanders? That effing sucks. That's a terrible name. You think they're going to show you any of that? No, of course well, not. Well, Chase, Chase Young are probably getting paid. Chase Young went on PFF, I believe it was, on Twitter yeah. and said, yeah. and they said, what do you think about Commanders? Like two months ago, he said, uh, F, F. Yeah, he gave it an F grade, which is hilarious. Um, so that's why that's that's how you know, like this doesn't get anybody fired up. Nobody's like, oh yeah, Commanders. That, that gets me like, you know, I'm pumped. Like Seattle Kraken. Now look, it wasn't gonna be like it was gonna be the DC Kraken for the football team, right. but still, like Seattle Kraken. That's a name where you're like, that sounds badass. Like that that gets me fired yeah. up. That's kind of cool and that sort of stuff. And, and this name, it's like, all right, we're the Commanders. I mean. Uh, we don't know. We don't have a cool nickname. The colors are basically the same, so you don't really need to add anything different. The logo is actually not very good. Um, I looked at the gear the other day. It was like I, I don't feel the urge to spend money on buying any of this new stuff because none of it really looks good. I just think they botched it, like you said. We're gonna get used to it. All we care about, and I said this on on TikTok, we just need this team to freaking win. Yeah. Like that's all that matters. I mean, call them whatever you want. If they win, we'll support them. Obviously, we'll support them if they lose too. We did all season. Mike and I doing crappy post game shows <laughs> when the team's like you know two and ten or whatever. I mean, we're gonna support this team, but at the end of the day, you guys botched this. Yeah, you botched it, the, name. the 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 name announcement. You know, like I say, it was botched. They thought we were more important than we are. Instead of doing some cool like. The the video the video was pretty neat it was it was neat video was fine. it was it was it, it, was, it was neat it had it had some old old school things on there that's fine whatever and then they had Chase Young and, and John Allen and Terry McLaurin you know out there saying we all the commanders like we had in our intro and yeah. stuff like that yeah. like that wasn't bad like they could have done something cool like make it a spectacle if you're not, if you're gonna do it like if you're gonna go on the Today Show you can't have Doug Williams awkward lean over and say like and the, yeah. the president oh, who doesn't even want to say the damn name he he sits right. there and he's like. Doug, hey, he starts pointing at him. He's like, "Oh, what? What is it, Doug?" Um, and it's like, yeah. and, and I think Doug was like, like you said, I don't even know if he knows what planet he's on right now. You're in the head. But he he, he yeah. sat there and, he, and he's like, "All right," and he like leans over, like it's like a three second thing. He leans over, and he's like, "We are the oh, it's so it's awkward. so so the the name whole thing was a botch. So this is what I tweeted about the name and about their their announcement in general. I said, "Dan Snyder and the organization botched this one, and we are actually surprised?" Question mark Absolutely not. They had a month of leaks and backlash from fans saying they did not like the idea of the commanders, and yet they decided that the fans don't matter. Like, seriously, it's like because right. literally right. when Jason Wright goes out there, and Jason Wright seems like a fine guy. I'm not going to say he's not, a, he's not a good guy or anything like sure. that. Dan Snyder, he and sucks. Until he proves us otherwise, you know, he's, uh, I mean, we're not going to, like, rip on him. Dan Snyder sucks, but when you're looking at it, you cannot say, oh, this resonated with the fans. Go check your polls that you gave out that meant <laughs> nothing. Yeah. I mean, yes, Red Wolves, everyone wanted that thing. Commanders were, was never in the mix on the polls. Yeah, and that's the thing is everyone's saying, like, now, oh, yeah, the, you know, the commanders. No one really hated it back then. Yeah. It's because it wasn't even a runner. It's when it wasn't even in the race. Yeah, nobody even considered it as a possibility. It was. It was like Cambodia or something like that running the hundred meter dash. Like they're not going to win. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you thinking about it. Not, no, I mean not trying to rag on Cambodia, but let's be honest. Whoa. whoa. Uh, I mean, yeah. Come on. I mean, let's be. I must be honest here. Uh, so you're, you're you're looking at it and saying, I mean, go along with the Olympics here. Uh, but that's 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 right, the biggest right. thing is you're just seeing the, these these names come out. Everyone was like, you know what? We hate that the Redskins are gone and stuff like that. But you know what? The Red Wolves is badass. You know, let's 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 do it with the Red Wolves something like that. And now you're gonna throw this video out there, this making the brand video, saying, "Oh yeah, you know, uh, the, we're gonna bring in this fancy lawyer to tell us how how it is with 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 trademarking and stuff like that." And like I said. There's tons of Cardinals out there. There's Cowboys out there. I mean, the Wyo They could have made it work. I think they could have found a way to make it work if they really wanted. Oklahoma it. State and the Dallas Cowboys. You don't think that's going to be? Yeah. A how are the, how are these other organizations doing that? It, you you you're one of the richest franchises in the world. I'm sure you could have made it work if you wanted it to be Red Wolves. I'm sure you could have paid somebody to do something. I mean, like it's just it's just it's we're talking about sports here. Like you know, like what. A, it's it's so stupid. And oh, by the way, I mean I know we like the the jer the jerseys. I know we didn't hate, and I know like the black jersey looks cool. But I'm so tired of 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 teams realizing how stupid we are as fans. If they can just give you a black jersey, like 
you auto- all the fans automatically love it. Like, like it's it's. Yeah, I feel like that's yeah. always the case. It's like any sort of team. If you just give them a black jersey, the fans will be like, "Ooh, we got a black jersey yeah. now. That's awesome." It's like, all right, like how stupid are we <laughs> that we just eat it up? And look, I'm guilty of it too. I love a good black alternate jersey, and this one looks pretty cool. And I'll be excited for the Commanders to actually wear it. Hopefully, they they wear them often. I mean, the worst thing to do is show us that jersey and then put it on the field once next season or something yeah. like that. Uh, we'll see. I mean the jer- the jerseys. People are like not really hating on the jerseys. I mean there are some few out there that are saying they're like, okay. Saying like I they're don't okay. like the white one. I don't like the maroon one. There's two. People were like comparing the the shade of the like yeah. burgundy and stuff. It's like come on, you again losers. <laughs> you're losers. If you're paying that close of attention, you're a loser. Yeah. I mean the the jerseys. I think I I like the jerseys and stuff like that. I think they're fine. I think they you know the black one's pretty cool because I li- I do like the black helmet, the black jersey, black pants, black socks, black cleats. Yeah, and that will look great. Like I'll get jacked up. Yeah, it will. And I think they should wear those for the prime time games. To be honest with you, but sure, you're, you're just looking at it and saying that the jerseys they're fine. We just don't we, we they botched the whole entire uh, announcement thing because that was an embarrassment just like everything else this this uh, dynasty has done over the last you know we'll call it dynasty this franchise has done yeah. over the last you know two, two decades and then you're looking at the name itself and like I said it's middle of the road right now but I just think that this would have been so much better the the botch wouldn't have been harped on all the time if you went with red wolves and figured out a way to do that or done wolves or done you know something else that you know like hogs something like that people were so hyped up about warthogs or even red hogs yeah. and you call them the hogs and then everyone's like that's paying homage burgundy and gold still fits with the hogs stuff like that then you could have done right. some crazy caricature or something especially if you aren't doing a rebrand like they're claiming to do all you did was give this team a different name and a black jersey <laughs> the colors are still basically yeah. the same. So if you were going to do that, why not tie it still back to, like you said, the Hogs or something like that? Like, if you're not rebranding this team like you're claiming you are, then why not shout out the past then? Like, why why not t- tie the name to something like that? Include red in there or something along those lines. Instead, now we're the Commanders? Like, Cause they, they, it's they, just, they, they, it doesn't work. They say that they are understanding of this fan base. This fan base is great, and this and that, and this and that. And they say all this smoke. They literally blow this smoke up us all the time and mm-hmm. say, you guys are such great fans. And then all of a sudden they give us a poll and Commanders wasn't even in the freaking dictionary at the time. No, and then all the I've s- never saw a poll with Commanders <laughs> even on. And all of a sudden it's like the first thing. So I have, a, I have a co-teacher and she literally asked me the first thing she said was she started clapping her hands. You know how they used to do in, in grade school when, they, when they, they're right, like right. they're doing syllables and she's like clapping. She's sure. like counting the syllables and then she's like, well, what are they going to call them? And I said, they're going to call them the Durs. You know, it's just like it's <laughs> It's just it's just weird because ev- even her who who doesn't she's she's a different fan she doesn't she doesn't follow the the, the Washington football team sure. commanders uh you know DCFC whatever you want to call them nowadays uh, she doesn't follow them she's a, a fan for a different team I forgot what team she likes uh, I think it's the Titans or something like that and she literally sat there and said that I don't, I'm not even a fan of this team that that name sucks like no, you, you, th- you think about <laughs> it it's just, it's just an underwhelming time that's just the thing it's an underwhelming. Yeah botch of a name it's an underwhelming name in general some people can like it you know that two percent uh you know of the people out there that that like this name you know you can say all you want like it means power it means you know uh strength like okay we don't need some weird name for for strength you think i i think that the that you know the the freaking uh the, the vikings are, are mean something you think that i think that right, oh, right. there's so many bears in chicago like sweet i don't care I don't care. Just get, right. give me a cool name that if you want to go, like I said, back in time and say the Hogs, you know, get Mark Schlereth out there. I love Mark Schlereth. Get his ass out there and talking about the Hogs name or something like that. People get so jacked up and pumped, get a little juice injected back into this fan base. But no, the juice has been leaked out. Like uh, the commanders it's spilled We're all commanding. over the freaking ground. It's terrible. Now they have these stupid lawn chairs. They're 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 announcing the name on today's show. I mean, come on now. Like give them. Do Terrible. something, man. What a joke. This franchise is still a joke until they prove otherwise. It really is. And I hope they do well this upcoming season. We still don't even have a quarterback. I mean, it's just a, it's just a nightmare. Uh, but, hey, they gave us some football talk in February, so I guess we'll be talking about that. Uh, we'll touch briefly on the hardwood. The Washington Wizards. <laughs> From one joke of a franchise to another. The Washington Wizards 
Uh, we just want to touch on this because the trade deadline is three days from now. So, of course, uh, whatever may happen with this team at the deadline will be after we record this episode and before we record our next episode. So just touching briefly on something that we talk about pretty much on a weekly basis is uh, the Wizards and the possible movement of some of these players here at the deadline. Uh, it was reported by Quentin Mayo that the Wizards have submitted an offer Ooh. for Sabonis. We don't have the terms of that offer um, you got to think the Indiana at this point, they know a lot of teams are interested in Sabonis. They're going to hear everybody's best offer. And probably if there is going to be a deal made for Sabonis, it's going to be on the last day, like leading up to the deadline. So my guess is if the Wiz are able to get Sabonis, we're not going to know till the 10th probably. So, uh, the rumor is you got to think that maybe a guy like Rui or Denny or even both would be in the mix in order to get Sabonis. Uh, you'd have to probably involve some picks. One interesting thing I saw on Twitter, and I want to get your take on this. So you, you look at the Chicago Bulls right now, and obviously they're struggling because they got a lot of guys hurt. But COVID, if you look at the like Bulls, that, yeah. yeah, if you look at the, where the Bulls were uh, last year, you had a star in Zach Levine who was towards the end of his contract, kind of in a similar situation as Beal, making the decision of whether or not to stay in Chicago. Um and the Bulls were able to bring in some talent like Alonzo Ball. Of course, they made the trade for Vucevic. And next thing you know, a guy who was supposedly going to be out the door decides to stay, and they the team did him right by putting some more talent on the floor with him. And now the Bulls are, I think they've fallen back down to like fifth or so, but they were a top three team in the league when they were winning this season before the injuries. There could be some parallels to the Wizards here. They're back up to second, much as by the we... way. Okay, so there you go. So as much as we think that that there could be a pretty good chance that Beal walks, if the Wizards pulled off a move like bringing in DeMontis Sabonis, and then you build around the – and then Beal says, okay, when I'm looking at things now, I'm looking at Kyle Kuzma is going to be here for a few more years, DeMontis Sabonis – would hopefully be here for, for a little while as well. I may re-sign with this team now because now you've got three legit guys, and then hopefully this team could spend some money. Uh, even though if they re-sign Bill, they won't have much money left. Bill will be getting like 48 a year. Um, but still, you, you, could, you, could, you could see a case for Bill to stay in that situation if they bring in a guy like DeMontis Sabonis, you know? Yeah, I'm looking at Sabonis's contract right now, and he is an un unrestricted free agent in 2024. So as of right okay. now, they would have him uh, under wraps if they somehow deal him for the next two years uh, for, for under $20 million, uh, And for his output, that's pretty intense. Um, tremendous player. Tremendous player. If you haven't watched him play, I don't know what you're doing. I mean, I know Indiana games aren't the most exciting, but uh, the guy's just a stud. He does everything. He rebounds. He scores with the best of them. He can defend. Uh, he, is, he, is, he is like if Daniel Gafford had some post moves and the ability to shoot and that sort of thing. I mean, he, he, he can protect the rim. He's not quite as tall as Daniel Gafford, but uh, he's, he's a talent. Sure. Oh, I think he is as tall. I think he's six eleven. For what it says on here, well, maybe he is then. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I totally agree with you though that I, I never really thought of him being six eleven. I thought he was like a six eight type guy. Um, well, but I guess that's why he might be coveted. I mean, with the, the height and his skill set. I mean, yeah, he, this could be. He would be a huge asset to this Wizards team. Right, and right now he's averaging in only thirty four and a half minutes. He's averaging nineteen points, twelve rebounds, and five assists. I mean that's th that that's just numbers. stellar numbers right there because he's leading in three of the main categories. He's leading the entire Pacers squad uh, in, like I said, assists, rebounds, and points. And that's the type of guy that you're looking at. He is, and I don't want to even say a poor man's, but he is basically a poor man's uh, Jokic. He is basically a poor man's Jokic because Jokic does sure. all that kind of stuff too. Um, but Sabonis doesn't really have the triple double uh abilities like a Jokic had but Jokic is Yeah, it doesn't pass as but well. J Joker passes. Yeah, really but well. he's a but You're right. A MVP, but he still gets so. some assists. Yeah. For sure. But with the real quick with the Chicago thing, I even have a note about it. You could consider this similar to the Vucevic deal yeah. that Chicago made last year. Now Vucevic a little bit different player, but a skill a good skill set. He's a shooter, he can rebound. The Bulls traded Wendell Carter Jr., Otto Porter and some picks 
uh, in order to bring in Vucevic. And again, this was a sign for Zach Levine at the time that, hey, Zach, we're serious about this, uh, about trying to become a contender here. We're bringing in a talented big man. Why don't you stay here and we could build something? That's why I feel like there there could be a chance that Bradley Beal could possibly stay if they pull this off. Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing is obviously with the Bradley Beal situation uh, that if they do, you know, pull this off, then he might think differently because he does have that bona fide. Uh, I, I don't really want to call him a superstar, but I do like my power forwards to get those type of numbers. I mean, it's not that it's not that easy to come by to find those type of numbers. So I would say he is like a fringe. He's a star, but he's a fringe superstar, I would say. Right, right. Um, yeah, no, I'm with you. So I think that would definitely sway Bradley Beal and like, hey, maybe I should, you know, pick my game up a little bit and stop playing as horribly and trying to basically <laughs> basically see if they want to deal me because we've seen him time and time again. Uh, you know, over the last you know month or so, just kind of quit. It feels like on this team, and you know, it's kind of hard to say he's quitting on the team because I think that's wrong to say. Um, because I don't, I think you know he might just be having a down year in general. Uh, but just like like you said earlier in this year, he looks like he just checked out kind of thing. But if you get him, you get some bonus. You have to obviously, as we said before, you have to get rid of one of the bigs. You have to. Um, so that right. would possibly be Rui. You never know. Um, you know, I, I think if they really want to do something, you get rid of Thomas Bryant. And then if you want to get rid of Denny, that would, that would problem is who wants him at this point. It, that's the only problem. Exactly. But that's, that's the biggest thing is you're looking at the upside with the age. I just don't know if they're really well, wanting to get rid of Rui, uh, as it is right now. Um, because you I mean, you look at Denny. Okay. Yes. He's good. You know, defensive player. He's turning to that guy. He's only 21 years old. Um, but the, the, the picks is the biggest thing for me because I don't really want to give away those picks, but just seeing how we finished over the last you know two decades where we're always getting this besides John Wall and Bradley Beal and Otto Porter, it, it feels like we're always getting like ninth and stuff like that, which is like, oh, it's it's, our, <laughs> right. it's an okay pick, I guess. You know, you're not getting it's a gamble. You're not getting that Anthony yeah. Edwards or anything like that. Um, so I just think in general, if they can get him, if they can somehow sway to get Sabonis, I would take him. Because you're going to get him for another two years. If you re-sign Bradley Beal, that's two, that's two tough years. And, it, and even if you don't re-sign Bradley Beal, you would have Kuzma and Sabonis. Yeah. And the money to spend because you wouldn't have spent it on Bradley Beal's contract. So you could possibly go and get another another piece in the offseason. It puts the franchise in a better situation than if Beal walks and they don't get anything from him and all you have is Kuzma, you're in trouble. Yeah. And that, that, that you're, 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 there's no future, and, and that's another big thing is if they somehow can get Sabonis, you know that would be a huge deal for the sole fact that, like you said, if Bradley Beal does walk, you have him and Kuzma, but he's not going to break the bank like Bradley Beal is going to try to get, right? Because Sabonis, you know, right now he's making, I think he, I think he was making, uh, I had it right here somewhere. He was, he's not making that much. Not, you said like twenty mil a year or something. Yeah, I think like I that. think it might have been something like that. If I'm not mistaken, maybe it was twenty million yeah. over a certain amount of years. I forgot exactly what it was. Uh, but he's only twenty five years old. You can you could sign him on a next deal for say you sign him for seven years. Okay, you get him for seven years, getting that type of production until he turns what like thirty three or so, and then you can cut ties if you really need to. That'll give you the wiggle room. And also, you have guys on this roster that are young and actually can produce numbers. I mean, if you keep somehow Denny and he can be that 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 number uh, that not, not not number three guy, but he can be that type of three and D type of guy, even though he doesn't really shoot that many threes. I just think that you have the young roster here that you can make a a push with if you don't keep Beal and you get Sabonis. Now, obviously, I like the I like the big man that can protect the rim, which we haven't had in forever. Uh, the big man that can score, he can pass decently, uh, and then we just need to find that guard. Guards are half half the time now are a dime a dozen. I mean, usually now you can see guards more so than big men in the in the draft that you can get. And now, yes, it kind of sucks because we might not be able to get a top five pick in the near future. But like you said, Bradley Beal is going to break the bank. I think that we can still like if we didn't have Bertans' salary, that would be a huge help. Um, yeah. But just looking at it, I just that think hurts. that if <laughs> if you get Sabonis and Bradley Beal walks, Sabonis is not going to command forty eight million. He might command what like thirty five million or something like that. You never know um, mm -hmm. exactly what the number is going to be. But if you have him, like you said, that kind of sets us up for the next five to seven years or so. Uh, because you're, you're not a bad backup. Him, so we'll see. Not a bad backup plan. But yeah, you got to think. The only problem with all this stuff is 
you got you got to have a dance partner in these trades, and uh, you got to have teams that are actually willing to take on what you're trying to give them. Uh, and the Wizards don't have that many great assets to give. That's why one of those young guys like Danny or Rui may have to be in the mix of this because there's really not meant much other talent on this roster that other teams would want. Uh, Harrell is a possibility. Um, you know, he's he's in a, on an expiring contract, I believe. So yeah, if a team wants a, a rental, basically for the for the end of the season, uh, I don't know. And then another big question before we move on is also like, is it too little, too late? We're about to hit the All Star break here. This team is in eleventh place. If they bring in some bonus, would they be able to have enough firepower to try to move up to a play in game position? That sort of thing. Uh, that's that's another big question. But I guess. I guess we'll have to wait and see. So, you know, we'll, we'll keep an eye on this. There's a couple, couple days away. I mean, it's February 10th. It's crazy. It's almost here already. Yeah, I mean, uh, so I mean I'm, I'm hoping. The last thing I'll say is I'm hoping that they can make a move for something, uh, you know, something right. positive because the season's, I mean, it started off hot and stuff like that, and it was fun and everything like that. But lately, you know, with the drama with Gafford, and then, then you have, you know, all these bigs coming back, and it kind of messes up the cohesiveness of this team and different things of that nature. I just think they need to make a move, and they need to make it, with an addition, or they need to deal with some people. And honestly, you gotta figure it out. We got all these young guys, like I said before, but you need to start dealing some of these guys because right now, some of these guys are just proving that they're, like you said before last week, they're just role players that are not role players like a Draymond Green. Draymond Green, for instance, and I always go back to him, especially you know him the most because you watched him at Michigan State, but you're looking at it and saying Draymond Green is one of the best role players that have ever played this game because. Not only is he a role player and knows what to do, and that's why people don't think, oh, he doesn't put up the stats. How is he one of the best? It's because he brings that IQ, which makes everybody on the floor better. And that's the thing. It's, it's not just Steph out there. When Draymond or Clay is hurt, Steph can't do everything by himself. Yeah, he's great. He'll go out there and score 55 points a game or whatever. But Draymond brings that extra oomph to the team right? because he has that other intangible with the IQ. And right now, these players on this team don't have that secondary intangible to make them over that little hump of just a role player that comes in for seven, eight minutes a game and gets two boards. Like gives you something. You're, you're yeah, just yeah. you're, ju- you're no, just a guy. Sure. You're just a guy, and that's why they need to start dealing with some of these. Too guys. much pressure on Bradley Beal to li- uh, share to to be the guy at this point. Right. It's just not not working out. Uh, so we'll keep an eye on the trade deadline here. Keep your notifications on, people, because uh, it's going to get spicy. Spicy. Uh, as far as nothing really to talk about NFL roundup wise, again Super Bowl Sunday, that will be a blast. Looking forward to breaking that one down on uh, Monday. Even though Monday is going to be more of a relaxed show because we're going to be celebrating our- ourselves <laughs> and our accomplishment of 100 episodes. The Caps this week: Tuesday against Columbus, Thursday at Montreal, Sunday at home against Ottawa, and then uh, the Wizards tonight uh, against Miami. Wizards have a nice little homestand here. They're playing the Heat tonight at home. Thursday, they'll be playing Brooklyn at home. And Saturday, the Kings come to town at home. You can probably beat the Kings. Miami's going to be tough. Brooklyn's going to be tough. So, I don't know. This could be a rough week, I think. Uh, it's just not, not going to be great. For the final lap, Mike, I'm going to change it up a little bit because there's one story that has dominated sports uh, in the past week or so. Besides Tom Brady retiring, uh, Brian Flores, and I wanted us to just touch on this briefly because okay. it, it is a wild story. So you should all be familiar with this story, but if for some reason you're waking up from a coma, Brian Flores sued the NFL, the Dolphins, the Broncos, and the Giants. There's a 58-page lawsuit filed on Tuesday last week. Flores alleges Dol- – this is one of the many allegations. Flores alleges Dolphins owner Stephen Ross allegedly offered Flores $100,000 for every loss – including ownership getting pissed at him about wins. Uh, Ross also arranged a meeting, a secret yacht meeting with a quarterback. They didn't name it, but it was a premier talent quarterback uh, on this yacht, which completely violated NFL tampering rules. And Flores was like, no way, dude, we're not doing this. Ross did it anyways. Uh, and, and then Flores was fired, of course, which was the big surprise with all these head coaches getting fired because the Dolphins' first back-to-back winning season since 2003 – and they fire Brian Flores, which was the most surprising name of the group. Uh, other pieces of the puzzle, the Giants apparently threw him an interview for their head coaching job. Uh, but Flores received texts from Bill Belichick, who was meaning to text Brian Dabble, whose also first name starts with Brian. <laughs> and he accidentally texted 
Flores saying like you got the job or whatever, and then Flores is like, are you, are you, is this supposed <laughs> to be for Brian Dabble? I would have an interview. And Bill, <laughs> and Bill Belichick was like, oh uh, yeah, uh, whoops. And so basically, Flores had an interview with the Giants, you know, per the Rooney Rule, and had to show up to this interview knowing basically that he the job was already filled. So his interview was a complete joke, which is embarrassing for all parties involved. And then uh, Flores alleges the same thing happened in Denver, um, including Elway, John Elway, showing up an hour late and hung over to the interview, apparently. He had been out drinking the night before, um, which, from what I've heard from people, that's not like an unusual thing when it comes to John Elway. So, wild story. Uh, still so much to go. I know they're in the process of like discovery right now in the legal term, so like they're still gathering evidence and putting a case together. Um, but, Mike, when this one dropped, it was like, it was it was pretty wild because if all this stuff is true, I mean we're talking about some of the craziest. I mean a hundred thousand dollars for loss. I mean that's like that's fixing the games almost. I mean you're paying a coach to lose games. That's what you're trying to do here. It's it's insane. I mean the biggest thing uh, when you're talking about um, the Dolphins, we'll start with the Dolphins real fast. The Dolphins, you know, like you said, kind of fixing games. You know, trying to tank because they're trying to get Joe Burrow. Uh, different mm-hmm. things like that, that's a serious allegation. And if you can prove oh, yeah. it from a track record and a paper trail, uh, then that's a that's a big deal. Um, and then uh, you're also looking at the violating the NFL tampering rules. Uh, it's one of two quarterbacks. It's Tom Brady or Deshaun Watson. It was one of the two. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. Again, going by the date from one of the articles I saw, it was uh, Deshaun Watson because Tom Brady was already on the Bucks. But we also heard that it could have been Tom Brady as well. Um, that's, you know, it's another rule break. So you're all, I mean, yeah, not, not, not the most egregious of things that happened, but still you're breaking rules left and right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's, that's not a good look for the dolphins. Not to mention that it was already a weird situation when they fired him. Like you said, after the back-to-back winning seasons for the first time in 17 years or whatever it's been. I mean, the dolphins were fun to watch this year. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. And yeah. Tua was, was, you know, progressing a little bit more and everything. So that was weird. Then uh, touching on the Denver thing real quick. I mean, if that's that, that's something that happened, you know, whatever. That's kind of hearsay for the most part, um, because obviously, how do you know if someone's hungover? You know, you, you, you. Well, yeah, that part, that part. But apparently, the Flores is alleging also that basically the interview was was a, a joke. Like that, that basically they already had their man. They already right. had Vic Fangio uh, lined up. Uh, now he didn't have the exact proof like he had. Uh, quote-unquote proof again all this stuff has to be proven in court of law but like he didn't have the text from bill belichick saying like congrats vic you got the job and then brian (laughs) well that's the funny thing that was the biggest uh thing first off is that belichick you know texted the wrong brian which we've all done but at the same time you would think and say all right you know when you're typing in a name make sure you get it right it's it's not like oh you're texting especially with something like this yeah Yeah. it's it's just kind of funny because you look at that and that he didn't even have his interview yet and they already hired a guy, but to try to satisfy this rule that apparently now yeah. they need to start, uh, you know, going over again because everyone's it, apparently this is a big thing. Uh, I, yeah, I, apparently I, this is like one of those like worst kept secrets in the league that like this stuff. Ha- I mean, we're not going to dive into the, like the whole race right, aspect right. of it because like we're two dopey white guys. Like we're not going to dive into race talks here, but like. Apparently, there's there's a lot of issues going on here, that and, and a lot of things need to be changed and restructured, and they got to figure this, well, if, this if stuff Bill out. If Bill Belichick already knows that this guy got <laughs> the job, and then he texts yeah. the wrong guy that, hey, nice job, congratulations on getting the job, and he and the guy's got his interview he's, like, the he's next like, day. He's like, dude, I haven't had my my interviews in twelve hours. Like, what are you talking about? I got the job. And he's like, oh, you know, he's like trying to backpedal a little bit. That's, and Belichick doesn't that's a care. rough one. He doesn't care because he didn't do anything wrong. Oh, All yeah. he did was text the wrong yeah. guy. So it's just Belichick's expression probably didn't even change during this entire exchange. Exactly. Like it just was still stone cold. Yeah, yeah, right. I, I just think that we're gonna have a lot more information come out in the next few months. Uh, you know, with probably screenshots of texts and emails and different things like that. Uh, because this is a, I mean, now I'm not going to say I know exactly what can happen and what can't happen for if they find out these laws are broken or, or rules are broken or whatever it may be. But at the same time, you're looking at this and saying, it's not a good look for the NFL. Not a good look for the no. NFL when you have three, uh, you know, billion dollar franchises or whatever the heck they're, they're worth, you know, going out there and, and, and breaking rules and, you know, doing all these different weird stuff. Uh, you know, obviously Belichick didn't, didn't help the situation, but 
It's just it's just not a good look. Not a good look, man. Also, the NFL like claimed like they did their own investigation and they found nothing wrong or whatever like that. And it was like after like a day or something, and it was like, how could you possibly do your own investigation on right. this? And then like the you know Daniel Snyder's name is thrown out there as far as how the NFL has helped, has been involved in the the Redskins stuff and like it's just hey. It's it's a story to keep an eye. Going along so. with the, our our whole entire name debacle that we went over before, that's something yeah. funny too. Is during the Today Show when they were talking about the name, it was supposed to be about the name, name, name. All of a sudden, they started right. bringing up uh, uh, whatever the I forgot the guy's name already. Um, uh, Melvin Craig Melvin starts asking about the the sexual assault stuff and this and that. I'm like I'm like this is supposed <laughs> to be a happy day and stuff like that. They already botched the name. Now they're talking about the allegations and all this kind. Of, I'm like, Jesus Christ! This is oh, you got to play that hot. <laughs> oh my, Greg Melvin. It, it's just, I would just say this again. This 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 Brian Flores thing. What's going to happen is a lot of people are going to forget about it, but it's going to slowly be there in the background. You're going to be getting little bits and nuggets of information here, and I would just tell you this, sportsman. Just pay attention when this sort of news comes out. I would I would pay attention because I think if you add it all up, it's going to get interesting. Right. Uh, let's hit up the trivia oh. as we near the end of the show here. Again, you can play along at home as you listen. As uh, Mike will give me a DC trivia question, I will give Mike a Detroit sports trivia question because that is the cards that I have and the cards that he has. I will go first this time, right. Mike. Uh, here is your Detroit sports trivia question. Ready. What 611 German? led the Wolverines to the 2018 NCAA basketball title game before being selected 25th overall by the Lakers in the 2018 draft. That would be Mo Wagner. Well done. See, I, I figured you'd know because you got, obviously, the Wizards connection when he played for D.C., but I didn't know if maybe, you know, 2018 was four years ago. thought you might forget, uh, or you might have said the wrong Wagner name, but uh, you got Franz. it. Yeah, Franz is his younger brother. Franz is a stud, and they play on the same team. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. They're both on a terrible Magic. Uh, well, I, I think that. Uh, well, see, I knew that uh, he played for Michigan. That was was that Beeline? Was he was he there at that time? Yeah, Beeline was probably still there because we're we're talking 2018. There might have been his like last year there right. or something. I, I, yeah, I I recognize Wagner more so for the Michigan part of that question rather than the Lakers. Right, I totally right. forgot about the Lakers. I didn't even know he got drafted there. To be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, all right, check one for me. All right, here we go. All right, well done, well, well done. You've been you've been doing good here. I feel like I've gotten like three weeks in a row wrong, so I, I really need a redemption. We'll see. I, th- I think this one you might get. Uh, this with this card, not too bad as well. So we have a nice little streak of good cards here. Here we go. Okay. What? F- uh, okay, I was gonna say something. I was gonna. I was gonna say, it, but I'm trying to trying to reword this here. What <laughs> okay. player? What player? Here we go. This is easier. What player did the Wizards acquire in 2004 that sent Jerry Stackhouse and Christian Leitner to a different team? I'm not gonna tell you the team because I I think it's too easy for you. I feel like this is the. Uh... So what player did the Wizards acquire? In the 2004 trade that involved Jerry Stackhouse and Christian Leitner going to a Western Conference team that I'm not going to name. So this one's a little bit you you would know it if you know the year you know it. 2004 Western Conference team. Okay, I have I, I get one question. Yes, you do. In my mind, I'm thinking this is a for a big man. Is it for a – and when I say big man, I'm talking center or power forward. Was the trade for a center or power forward? Yes. Damn, I should have asked, did this guy play for this team for a while? <laughs> Initially, because I'm thinking about the time frame, and I'm thinking about, like – because those were the teams of, like – talking about, like, the Karan Butler years, I believe. We're talking about – you know, the e- Eaton Thomas and things like Eton. that. Eaton. Its name is Eaton Eton Thomas. Thomas. We used to call him Eaton Eaton. Eaton. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like this is my guy, Anton Jameson. That is right. Anton, Anton Jameson. Jameson. He was a really good there player. Go. He was like a sub- oh, he, he was, was like a Sabonis, but didn't get as many rebounds and a better shooter. He was awesome. He was awesome. I mean, he and he was a likable guy. No, I loved Jameson. Like when the teams, when the Wizards started getting bad, uh, like he was one of the few guys that were still because those were like the Jameson, Haywood, Butler teams. Like there were some, there were definitely Gilbert. some years. Gill for sure. 
uh, Javaris Crittenden. <laughs> uh, you know, some some interest there. Oh, uh, that's a good one. That was a good question. All right. All right, last segment here, the money line is sponsored by Kings. Uh, two of our picks are unchanging from last week uh, because it's Rams and Bengals Super Bowl picks. I believe that line is now four and a half, so I'm just going to add that. Uh, I have the Rams here minus four and a half versus the Bengals. That's my lock for the Super Bowl, and my dog. I'm going to go Bulls, Bulls and Suns tonight. Suns have a fun stretch of the schedule here. I believe they have Bulls, they have Bucks. Suns have a fun uh, stretch. And they got one, yeah. There you go. And they have one more kind of a Philly. I think it's I think it goes uh, Bulls, Philly, Bucks for the Suns this week. So that will be fun. The Bulls obviously injured. Uh, you know, it's, it's a tough stretch for them. But I'm gonna say they they are able to uh, cover the spread here. Seven point dogs against the Suns. Uh, I'm just throwing it out there, Mike. That's my dog this week. Not a bad pick. Obviously, my dog is going to go down the same route. Uh, my lock is as the same as last week. Under 50, I believe the line now is 48 and a half. I'm not changing that, though, because I already locked it in at 50. So um, I'll give you the four and a half, though, because that's even, you know, that's worsening your odds. Um, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so my dog is, you know, it's a weird pick. I was going through the NBA games, and obviously this is going to be tough for our money line uh, picks here coming up after the football season because the lines aren't going to be really released within like a couple days. Uh, so right. I'm going to go with OKC plus 12 and a half versus Golden State tonight. I believe they are in Oklahoma City. And uh, the only reason I, I, I picked this game is because obviously Oklahoma City sucks uh, and Golden State's good. But Oklahoma City, look at this stat. 9-4-1 and one against the spread in their last 14 games. So against okay. nine... That's like the Lions of this past NFL yeah, season. Yeah, right. They, would always, uh, uh, they were a great pick against the spread, for sure. Yeah, you get those late late, uh, late baskets or late, <laughs> late, late t- couple scores uh, after yeah. you're down by 27. Uh, okay, you start okay. covering it. So plus 12 and a half. Obviously, if they lose by single digits, I win. But at the same time, you know, I'm going to go with that stat uh, with a 9-4-1 like against the spread in the last 14. That's Mike doing the research, people. He does it for you. So, you know, you're listening to this show. Go ahead and lay a couple shekels on OKC <laughs> plus 12. They're going to lose by 37 tonight. Just watch. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a They're going to have a 33-point thir- half. Steph's going to, like, <laughs> set a set a record in the NBA, 175 points. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, those are our, our Moneyline DraftKings picks. Uh, if you're curious about our record on, the, uh, on this, not the year, on this, like, recent Season. stretch here, I'm 20 and 21. Mike's 22 and 19 right now. So he's he's got uh, a little two point lead over me still, um, and that's where things currently sit. Well, that about does it for episode 99. Come on back next week for episode 100 and Super Bowl breakdown, and it's it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that. And we'll be by then. We'll talk about whatever move the Wizards have made at that point because uh, we would have passed the trade deadline. It's crazy. We'll talk about Valentine's Day. That's a week from now as well. It's uh, it's it's a wild time here in DC crossover land. But the best way to keep in touch with us, follow us on Twitter at the DC crossover and at Cerrone sixteen. And of course, follow the Contender. That's Contender with the K. Go download the app. Go follow him on TikTok. And uh, that's that's some other ways to find out about the show. Is Man, Mike, it's pretty crazy. 100 episodes. I mean, we've done more episodes together just through our other shows and things like that. At this point, we've probably done close to 300 or so at this <laughs> yeah, point. Right. Um, but for this iteration of our partnership here, the DC Crossover, one away from 100 episodes. Next week is going to be kind of crazy because I just thought about this, and it might get us in some hot water because we have the Super Bowl on Sunday. Right. Then we have Valentine's Day on Monday. Oh, so we, we might get screwed. <laughs> we'll have to figure it out. We'll talk about it. We'll keep mm-hmm. you updated, people. Uh, yeah, Mike has to say, hey, I'm sorry, uh, lovely girlfriend of mine. I got a podcast to record. We're going to have to. But hey, look, you could go to like a 630 dinner or something like that. I mean, you know, we, we usually should finish around this time. You could. Uh, I just. You I, could. I, you, You'll have to have a discussion <laughs> after this show. Uh, make sure she's in a good mood when you talk to her, right, I guess. Right, right. Uh, uh, that about does it for this episode. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. This has been another episode of the DC Crossover.